Welcome to the Transform Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Cass Henry. I'm on a mission to help women live their best and happiest life. In order to do that, I believe we need to live with a lot less clutter in our homes and in our minds. So if this is you and you're looking to learn the best tips for transforming all areas of your life, then you have come to the right place. Thanks so much for being here. Now, let's get started. Hello, my friend. Welcome back to another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Before we get started, I wanted to share with you something that I am offering on March 22nd. If you're feeling overwhelmed with the clutter in your home and you don't know where to start, then you won't want to miss this free boot camp that I'm hosting. It's live, which means you can ask questions during the boot camp and interact with one with one another and all the other amazing women who are striving for a more simpler, happier life. Because you know, less stuff means more time to spend on the things that you love to do, which might be playing with your kids, going on dates, doing Pilates, which, oh my gosh, feel the burn, <laughs> making crafts, walking outside, or even just binging on some Netflix. When you have less stuff, it's easier to take care of business and then When you spend time on the things that you want to do, you don't have to feel guilt or shame when you look around your space thinking, I don't deserve to be relaxing right now. I should be decluttering, tidying, cleaning, washing stuff. You know what I mean? So I put the link in the boot camp in the show notes. Again, it's on March 22nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It will run for about an hour or so. So if you have littles, maybe you can put them to get to bed earlier that night. I will also send out a recording of the boot camp. And in order to receive the recording, you will also need to sign up at the same link. So again, it's in the show notes. You deserve this. You deserve to be free from your stuff and your kiddos. And if you don't have kiddos, They will thank you and your future self will thank you as well. So let's dive into this week's episode. I wanted to give you some helpful tips on ditching perfectionism. And what brought this up is this week I was building a closet in my client's home. I was building one closet in a pantry and it occurred to me that I can be pretty harsh with myself. I'm not sure if you can relate saying things like, wow, you're so dumb. Or I was saying things like, oh my God, you're such an idiot. Or come on, Cass, what is wrong with you? And when we ask ourselves questions like that, our brain has to find the answer to that. And when we ask ourselves those really, you know, not empowering questions, our brains search for an answer. It's like, oh, what's wrong with you? Oh, you're dumb. Oh, why are you dumb? Oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, they aren't very good questions to ask yourself and not very nice things to say. So these harsh things I was saying to myself absolutely drained my energy and made me feel really worthless. And then I realized something. I realized that I wasn't giving myself space to learn. I wasn't giving myself space to make mistakes. I wasn't giving myself time to complete the job. I thought, oh, this should be done in like 30 minutes. Like, where does that even come from? I thought that for some reason doing this for the first time, I would do it perfectly. And to be honest, I had anxiety for weeks leading up to this project because I feared that I would fail. So listen, I'm clearly no expert in the field of breaking free from perfectionism yet, but I thought why not learn and share with you some ahas that I've learned along the way. 
So tip number one is allow yourself the space to make mistakes. We're human. We make mistakes. And when we make mistakes, it means that we're trying something new, which is amazing. If anything, we should be celebrating ourselves for that, not beating ourselves up. So each time you make a mistake, you can write down what mistake you made and how to do it better next time. For me, when it came to the closet, I thought, Cass, beating yourself up isn't going to give you the space to learn for next time. Instead, you'll be focused on being mean to yourself. So let's try something different. What did this mistake teach you? And wow, what a difference. So I wrote down so many things in my notes, things to do and not to do next time. And I think that's how people end up writing books. They try new things, discover the best ways of doing them, and teach others then how to do it the right way to avoid the, making the mistakes that they made. So thank you to all the amazing writers out there who came before us, who gave themselves permission to make and learn from their mistakes and teach us the right way, or at least a better way of doing things. Also, when you make mistakes and you catch yourself being mean to yourself, ask yourself some of these questions. Why am I being harsh to myself? Will this make me feel better about making mistakes? Does this empower me to do better? Where is this kind of punishment coming from? Is this how I was spoken to growing up when I made mistakes? Or is it something that I've made up along the way? Sometimes I feel like by being mean to myself when I'm making a mistake, it kind of washes away the mistake because being mean to myself is it feels worse. But what is that teaching me anyways? And if you're this kind of person, this might be an aha moment for you. These can be very helpful and insightful questions to ask yourself and to get to know yourself better. So try them out. Tip number two for ditching perfectionism is to give yourself a timeline. So let's say you're working on creating a website for your business. And let's be honest, perfecting your website is going to take a long time. I've been working on mine for the past seven years and counting. If I waited seven years, which by the way, is far from perfect. But if I waited seven years to put out my website, I would have missed out on being able to help hundreds of clients transform their spaces and lives. When you wait and wait and wait for things to be perfect, sometimes, well, most times, perfectionism never comes. And so other people, including myself, miss out on opportunities. If you give yourself a deadline and say, I'll give it my all until this day and on this day, I'll do the thing, whether it is launching a program or releasing a book or a song or showing up or presenting or whatever it is, whatever it may be, then you actually do the thing versus putting it off and try and make it perfect, which like I said, may never come. I think we try and achieve perfectionism because we're afraid, afraid that what we put out isn't good enough, but Good enough compared to what? Compared to who? Where did we learn along the way that it's not safe to make mistakes? That the possibility of being judged far outweighs the very thing that we have to offer or what we have to give. Perfectionism really is fear wrapped up in a pretty bow that seems like it's a good thing, but when in reality, it's a very pretty thing that is trying to keep us safe, comfortable, small, hidden from judgment, but in reality, it's doing us a great disservice and makes us feel awful because like I said, it's unachievable and unattainable. So, give yourself permission and a reasonable, give yourself permission to create a reasonable time frame and commit to that time frame, perfect or not. And the third tip I have for you is to give yourself compassion and love. You have all the love within you 
that you need to thrive and survive. If you can fill up your own cup and stand in the power and comfort of who you are, then the possibility of being judged for what you have to offer for and not being good or perfect according to other people's standards, then those things might not even matter if you feel comfortable within yourself. And if you feel comfortable and confident within yourself, then you know that whatever you do, you do it your best and with the tools that you have in your toolbox right now. And maybe down the road, you'll get better and be better and the things change and evolve and you may look back and from where you are and think, wow, look where I started and look where I am now. And instead of judging yourself for where you started, instead celebrate yourself. It can be really scary to put things out there and try something new, anything really, But the rewards of doing so far outweigh staying small, quiet, and hidden. So do the thing, my love. Try. Be willing to make mistakes. Be willing to be seen. Be willing to be loved. Be willing to put yourself out there. And always remember to give yourself the love because if you do, then nothing can break you. Putting things out there, like I said, can feel really scary. And looking back can actually be kind of fun because... Sometimes when I look back at the marketing that I first created when I started this business, oh my gosh, I have really come a long way. But if I was trying to achieve the level that I am beginning to achieve now, it would have taken me so long, so much money, so much time um, to get there. But the evolution of us trying and, and making mistakes and getting better and trying and failing and making mistakes, you know, I heard something the other day and it's, um, that you only fail if you stop doing, if you stop trying. I think it was my, it's, it's interesting because my, my partner had told me that during, um, a moment where I was really beating myself up. And then later in the day, I heard the same thing again. And I was like, wow, the universe is really trying to tell me something here. You only fail if you give up. And if you don't give up, then you're only making mistakes. And those mistakes give you the opportunity to be better and get better. And it's just such a beautiful thing, like, like, like growing into a beautiful flower. So give yourself that permission. (laughs) And the last tip I want to give you is this. When setting goals in the future, give yourself two markers. Um, The reason I say two is because if you're someone who has struggled with perfectionism, then you're probably someone who sets really big goals. But when you do this and you don't achieve it, you probably beat yourself up. Correct me if I'm wrong, please. Giving yourself a wildly audacious goal is fun and great, but this method might help alleviate some of the pressure if you're someone who is a perfectionist or recovering perfectionist. So let's say you have one goal, but two possible outcomes. Um, And let's say your goal is launching a program. So perfectionism you would say, if I don't fill this program, I am a total failure. And by filling this program means enrolling 20 women at $2,000 per person. And let's say this is your first time ever launching a program. You've never done it before. In my mind, I think that's a pretty audacious goal. Maybe for some of you that have achieved that or greater think, oh my gosh, that's nothing. But in my humble opinion, I think that's a pretty wild goal. And for me, that gives me a little bit of anxiety because how long would it take you to be ready to really guarantee that outcome? Like I feel like nothing is guaranteed and so that if you say, if I don't fill this program, then I'm a total failure. That is really setting yourself up for for failure 
not necessarily in the outcome, but I don't know, I feel like it gives you so much pressure. But the updated version of you could say, I'm going to follow the strategies that I've learned in the program that I'm a part of, and I'm going to do my absolute best. My audacious goal is to fill the program. However, I would be absolutely thrilled if I got just enough women in order to make running the program worth it, which the audacious goal is 20, but the threshold goal is three. I believe in me. I can do this. And if I don't get it right this time, then I get to learn from this lunch and do even better next time. The first version gives me a lot of anxiety, a lot of pressure. And for what? Why did we do this to ourselves? I mean, come on. The second version of this feels way better. And when you live in flow and ease and give yourself grace and try and remove control, you tend to end up with better results anyways. Something that I like to add at the end of asking the universe for things is I say, I would love X, Y, Z or something better. So let's say I would love to enroll three women in my program or more or something better. I I would love to, um, if maybe if you're trying to meet a partner and you have like this list of things that you're wanting to have in a partner, say I would love a person who has all these values or someone better. Whatever it may be, if you add that at the end, it kind of takes away the pressure and also invites even better things to come into your life. So I'm just trying to think of examples of this. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I hope you understand what I mean. And I'd be curious if you use this little mantra as well. So the next time that you have a goal, I invite you to give yourself two sub goals. One can be a wildly audacious part of that goal. And the other can be just above what your comfort level is. But not too much that throws you into a panic. And I believe that this will allow you to be better and do better and enjoy the process and ditch the need to be perfect perfect and perfected, (laughs) especially if it's your first, second, or third time around. Even if this is like, so I recently signed up for my very first half marathon and I am very nervous. I have ran a five kilometer, uh, I run 10 kilometers, but even that is very difficult for me. And I haven't ran in a long time. Even running to the mailbox right now, which I can see from my window right now, is a challenge. And so instead of giving myself a time for when I want to finish it, because perfectionist me would be like, if I can't finish it within an X amount of time, then what's the point? Why would I show up? Um, But I'm choosing to go with the flow of this. I'm going to train, but not overly train. Like I'm doing this for fun. And so I want to remove the perfectionism part out of me and just enjoy the process. And I think that it's going to be a really great opportunity to just go with the flow, go with the ease of the whole process. And I invite you to do the same. So I'd be really curious how perfectionism has shown up in your life up until now and what you're ready to do in order to put it at bay and give yourself the grace and permission to ease up, go with the flow and just breathe. (laughs) Because if you're able to ease up on the perfectionism, then you're more likely to do a lot more things in your life that you actually enjoy. And like maybe you have goals of of putting out a program or maybe you want to create art and sell it or show people really what some of your skills are or maybe you want to, um, I don't know, fall in love, but you're afraid of that you're not, you know, you haven't dealt with all your baggage yet or whatever it may be. There's always room for improvement and growing 
in life, becoming a better version of you is there's no finish line for that. There's no end line for that. The The end of that is death. And so if you give yourself permission to constantly continue to grow and be better and be better and be better and make mistakes because by making mistakes, it means you're getting better, then why don't you focus on that? Why don't you lean over, pat yourself on the back and say, you know what? You're doing a great job and I'm really proud of you and I love you and I thank you for being better um, each and every single day and never trying to achieve perfectionism because that's just boring. Like if, if you reach a level of perfectionism, I don't know, for some reason, then, then the growing stops. If you're like, okay, this is perfect. There's no, there's nowhere to go from here. It's like, but I want to keep doing the thing. I want to keep trying. I want to keep, I want to keep making it better and making it better and making it better. So I don't know, maybe this will give you a new insight or new look outlook on perfectionism. And in the meantime, I'm going to continue working on my tendencies of perfectionism and maybe you can do the same. So my friend, don't forget to sign up for that free bootcamp in the show notes. And I thank you again for being here for another episode of the Transform Your Life podcast. Also, if you have a friend who you know would benefit from the bootcamp, please send them the link to join with you. And lastly, if you've enjoyed this episode, it would help me out tremendously if you could leave a review, rate the show, leave a written review, and maybe even tag me in your social media post, whatever works for you. Either way, I'm super grateful. I will see you next week on the podcast and live during the workshop on March 22nd. I'm sending you so much love and gratitude. Until next time, bye!